This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. And we are back. What is up, boys and girls? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book presented by Betfred Sportsbook. He's Dave Sherapan, the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, back from my trip. Hopefully, you all had a phenomenal Thanksgiving, including you and the Sherapans. How are you, my friend? Good to see you on a Monday. Yeah, man. Good. Um, yeah, we held it down on Wednesday. Me and Farrah did the show. We had all those people in. It was great. I was in the uh, chat for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, Pop, popped in quickly, and then I get yelled at. Everyone was like, get off your phone. I was like, oh, sorry. Right. That's the worst when they tell you that I stay on my phone more when they tell me that. Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving was good. was busy. Um, a lot of stuff going on. We got the, the Christmas decorations are up. Good. We got lights all over the house and all kind of other stuff. And then, um, you know, does anyone over there at least understand that like, we're still working like, like we're still doing shows. There's still games going on. It's the holiday season. And like the kids are going to be off school for weeks. And like, no one understands. Like this is, we're still, we still got stuff to do. Football season in full swing. We have a lot to get to because we were <laughs> off on Thursday, Friday, right. And then Saturday and Sunday, we have good conversations to be had today. Looking forward to it. The chat's already rolling. So we'll try to get to some of your conversations and questions as we get to into different topics and and where we are. But in terms of the last four days, what's, what's your biggest takeaway from Thanksgiving football? Do we have, have we hit our limit yet? Or are we still wanting more and more and more? Cause that was a lot of football over four days. (laughs) I mean, I still love the the whole the college is so fun, yeah, right now. Like there's so many discussions and things to to talk about. And it draws such um like angst and fire. Like talking about the Titans and the Bengals is like, eh, okay. You know, it is what it is. But the 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 passion and the excitement and just sheer nastiness that some people want to come at you with when you tell them TCU doesn't get in if they lose. Like, what? How can they get in and not get in? Everyone lost. Yeah, I know, but they're not going to let them in. I'm not going to lie. I had a little humble brag moment. So we're sitting on on, on Thanksgiving morning. And the pregame shows are going. The Patriots don't play till 8 o'clock. And by the way, you guys on the East Coast, bless you. I have no idea how you live, how I grew up like that. Oh. Having an eight twenty kickoff for a Patriot game, it was awful. We waited the entire day, and then the game was over at eleven thirty. Everyone was asleep. Nobody made it to the fourth quarter. No one. No, I was up alone watching the game. Right, but watching Sports Grid, I put on. I watched you and Dubsy. I put on Sports Grid, and my 
brother's girlfriend did not really understand what we do every day. And like, so sports grids, the, the, the break goes on and watching you and Dubsy break down world cup and whatnot. And then the break comes in and the first commercial is a BVB promo on sports grid. It's fantastic. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she looks at me and she's like, wait, what? I go, yeah, I got you what I do. And she was like, did you know that to call? And he was like, yeah, I know that. That's what my brother does. And it was just a funny moment. It was, just, it was nice to show the family that like, they think what we do every day is just this little podcast thing. And it's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's on national TV. And yes, our promo is run consistently on there. And it was me yelling and screaming about something. So she thought that was really funny and it eh. was good. So appreciate the folks at sports grid. The promos are phenomenal. Keep up the good works guys that we, we do appreciate all the love that you guys give us every day. Even the show's on it late at night. It's on. Well, yeah, it's on late at night back east, but nine o'clock here. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people that are. I get a text every day. They got to get that thing fixed on the guide on channel 128 on the Cox cable. It says we're on every night. Oh. Our promos on every night. Somebody turns it on and sees Sanford and Son or Little House on the Prairie or whatever TV reruns from the 70s. It's to be fair run. though, that's that's not Sports Grid's fault. That has nothing to do with Sports Grid except yeah. it just says Bostonian versus the book that. You know, Matt and Dave with the brigade and all this other stuff. Speaking of brigade members, I got to give a quick shout out to uh, Timmy Baseball. Timmy Baseball is real big on the Twitter. He watches the show every single day with his dad. They call him Irv Gotti. And they're huge fans of the show. And, and we interacted, found out that, you know, Irv's fighting some stuff and, okay. and, and Timmy B's taking care of him. And, you know, I did that at the end with my dad, my, you know, Merges, good friend of the show, John Merges, connected uh, the two with, mm. you know, Timmy B. And I wanted to say shout out to to Irv Gotti. And that must be a nickname, but they call him Big Irv or Irv Gotti. Shout out to him for watching the show. They literally sit and and, and laugh, argue, watch us argue, debate. They watch this chat roll every single day. And it's helping Timmy get through his day mm -hmm. of, you know, taking care of an aging parent. So I just wanted to, sh to, to shout him out real quick. Absolutely. By the way, Sonic is in the chat. Thank you for the promo reel. You did. That was really nice of you. That was we, awesome. We have Mikey awesome doing all the good work he does. Now Sonic's jumping in and doing promotion. You guys have no idea how awesome that is to see and how beneficial it is to us when you guys take your own time to help promote the show. Yeah. It is warmly received by us when you do it. So thank you so much uh, for taking the time to do that. All right. So let's get into last night. And what was that with green Bay and Jordan love? Everyone's going back to when Brett Favre got hurt and in came Aaron Rodgers, And that made the transition easy for the Packers to give next season to Aaron Rodgers. And Brett Favre went off to play for the Jets and the Vikings and everybody else. What do you make of last night? Is that what we saw? Do you think that's what we saw last night? Jordan Love is the future, is he not? Right? When do you make that call? Is he? <laughs> they don't even know yet. They need to find that out. Well, that's well, okay. So then would you shut down Aaron? Would you shut down Rodgers to find is. out? Would you find out this year? Hell yeah. When, listen. You tap Aaron on the shoulder and say, look, man, as soon as they lose another game, they're out, right? They can't make it. All right, you're out. We're out. We got to play this kid because there's four or five quarterbacks that we're going to have a shot at taking, and we need to know. So he's going to play. 
So you could tell me. How does Aaron take that? You're hurt. Think Aaron Rodgers? Pissed off. Of course he's pissed off. So was he going pat every Tuesday and just eviscerate the Packers? (laughs) I mean, this is part of the problem when you have the form, right? Like you know, now athletes have forms that they never had before. You needed to go through the press. When the press would just stop asking you questions, Pat, Pat ain't going to stop asking Aaron the questions. Pat's going to have him on more. He may have him on Tuesday and Thursday just to do it. So. I don't know, man. Like, if you were putting a number out right now, Aaron Rodgers to end his career in a different uniform, not the Packers, what's the odds? I don't know if he wants to play anymore. I don't know if he wants to play anywhere else. I don't. I don't know. Fair. I can see it. You know, there's guys that just go, "Fuck it, I still want to play," and they'll play anywhere. And there are other guys that come to the end and go. Fuck it, I'm done playing because I don't want to. Where's he going to go play? San Francisco? No. Like, where would he want to play if he wants to finish his career? He's from the Bay Area. He went to Cal. They ain't going to sign him, are they? Who? San Fran? Niners. No. I mean, after Jimmy G takes him to the Super Bowl this year and they can get Aaron Rodgers and show Jimmy G the door. For a year or two, till this Trey Lance maybe gets ready, maybe never plays. Aren't you walking into the same situation that you're leaving if you're Rodgers because Trey Lance is there and there's people who think that Trey Lance is the guy? Uh, yeah, but uh, you walk into one of the best defenses in the league. You walk into Debo, Anuk, uh, McCaffrey. A little better than the weapons. They got more Kittle. weapons in San Francisco than they ever had. They, 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 they oh, no. I, I mean, I think ooh. if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm looking to stay right where I am. <laughs> I'm looking to – if I go to the – if I win the Super Bowl, I'm going – I'm looking at Shanahan and saying, look, me and you don't get along. Who cares? We win. Deal with it. Sign. Let's sign a deal. Let's, you can figure out Trey Lance some other time. You can go figure out how he plays later. I'm here in my prime. Do you think? Do you think Shanahan wants that? Nope. <laughs> and it ain't gonna happen. I mean, if they win a Super Bowl, though, it may be John Peace Lynch out. goes. John Lynch comes down and puts him in a room and says, "Fellas, I know you don't like each other, but well, what do you want? It works. I mean, he he, you've won together. You've done this. I mean, maybe he goes and plays for the Jets, and Jimmy Garoppolo is comfortable going to New York or going somewhere else, or back to the Patriots, which has been thrown around, and then he back becomes Patriots. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you go back to Bill. Go play. You know, there's that. Uh, those, those rumors are flying around as to whether or not Mac Jones is the guy and all the Patriots comfortable. Do they want a veteran? Would Bill, in the final years of his career, would Bill look at an Aaron Rodgers? Would Bill look at, or would Aaron Rodgers look at Bill and say, I want to go see what Tom got. So let's go see if I can go play with him. So, I mean, there's going to be some really interesting opportunities <laughs> for some if, veteran quarterbacks in the offseason. He obviously was close to going to Denver. And he didn't. And now that turned into a complete dumpster fire. Like, could he coax a coach to go there and then go to Denver? I don't know. I don't think he's going anywhere. He ain't. I mean, he's going to play. I mean, what's the line this week? Uh, Green Bay's at Chicago. They're three and a half point. What? Three yeah. and a half point favorites. Two yeah. and a half, two. Who's playing quarterback? Three and a half, two. We'll get to that. What we'll get the to that. hell's going on here? We'll get to that story later. I mean, who's what playing quarterback? 
hell? Yeah, it's a big it's a big question mark. The quarterback problem for the Bears is legitimate. It's real. How so, do you make that line? And the Bears defense is absolutely awful. I mean, just abysmally bad. 30th DVOA in pass defense, and they're just they're awful. But I'd be curious to see how Rodgers what he wants to do to get on the field. Like if you're his age, he's already talked about the fact that he does not like taking painkillers to play. We've seen him be high during interviews before he's admitted to being high during interviews before. And last night he looked like he had a broken rib and broken ribs don't heal. They get worse <laughs> the next morning. They're the, 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 you know, I never did that. Did you ever do that? I only had a cracked rib from a coach when I was sparring. I never broke it, like mm. broke it, but I had, I had, a, I couldn't breathe. It was horrific. It, it, coach felt horrible, but he clipped the floating rib as they call it, which is the instant drop. You want to drop somebody with a shot. You clip the floating rib and they're not getting up. And the next day I couldn't breathe. It was horrific. Can't play quarterback in the NFL like that. That's for sure. No, but you, you can with the needle just matters. You want to play high or not. He doesn't like it. He has been on the record saying. What does he I, need to do it for? Correct. That's the other point. Why would you want to? You don't need to right? do that. You don't and need I, I, to do that. No. So sit and, you know, if he sits for four weeks, you know, broken rib, cracked ribs, whatever it might be, that's a two to four week injury. And they lose to the Bears or lose whoever one more game, like you mentioned, and the season's over. They're eliminated. Forget about even the possibility of making the postseason. Right. So then you're just playing the string out. You got to play Jordan Love, and I even think Aaron might understand that. It's like, okay, you know, what's the point? You've got some chemistry with some guys for next year, maybe. But Shelley said he's he, he could come to Vegas. He ain't coming to Vegas, Shelley. He could if he wanted to, but I mean, I think McDaniel's would jump up and down to get a hold of him. But I mean, there's something you know, Carr and McDaniel's. Josh is such a, I mean, I watched, I never watched local news and I watched McDaniel's post game, post game ball giving to Josh Jacobs. He just doesn't have that it factor. When you listen to him talk, he just, I don't know, man. In the last couple of weeks, I've seen that stuff too. Like it feels like the locker rooms maybe listening. Oh no, I agree. I think, I think they, you know, they are. Oh yeah. They're playing hard back-to-back walk-offs. We'll get to that Ooh. in a second, but I don't know. I, I don't, I think Carr and, and McDaniels are tied. I, I think that they're going to be together for a while here. Right. I don't, I don't think that's going anywhere. Um, Jalen hurts last night. What do you make of his, his MVP candidacy? Because I'm beginning to come around to the idea that he's going to win the award. Last night was unbelievable. He had 150 yards rushing last night. He had 100 yards rushing in the first quarter. Can't argue it. I mean, you really I, can't. I, it's just there's no, there's no. His story <sighs> might be one of the most incredible stories. If he were to win a Super Bowl in an MVP, given where he was at Alabama, the fact that he got benched for Tua at Alabama had to come in and rescue Alabama and win the national championship only to have to go to Oklahoma for a year to then go to the Eagles where they didn't and win the Heisman, by the way, at Oklahoma, then go to the Eagles where they didn't want him and they wanted to bench him to them to then have him turn around to become the MVP of the league and a Super Bowl champion, potentially. I mean, it's this kid's story is unbelievable. It's awesome. It's, I mean, it's awesome. It's one of those, 
testaments to perseverance, to, to just, you know, understanding that the universe is working in mysterious ways and forcing yourself into positions isn't always the best case. And like accepting the, the fate and working harder to make it somewhere else is fine. It's awesome. It's, it, I mean, he's doing exactly what you want your quarterback and leader of a team to do. Those guys are playing for him, with him. Him and a coach are right in lockstep, everything. Like, it is working. Um, he's the second choice to win the MVP. It's it's Mahomes. Mahomes has reached the minus money stage at FanDuel, minus 140. Jalen Hurts is plus 350. Tua is 6-1, to one, and then the double-digit start. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. 11 to 1 and 17 to 1. Lamar, bye bye. 47 to 1. Gone. I guess it's a quarterback award every year. It is, but this Jalen Hurts season is something to behold at the moment. I mean, that's why I think there is something to be said for new blood. And even though back to back years for Aaron Rodgers, you can say, well, Mahomes has won it for a couple of years. So maybe that's why they give it to Mahomes. I think what Jalen Hurts is doing is really impressive. Now he's got good receivers, not debating it. Got, got good players around him, good running backs. But last night, that offense was him. He was the offense last yeah. night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was incredible. In the first quarter, he just, you, they couldn't stop him. He was just picking up yards like crazy. And right now, defenses have to really respect Hurts, not just the passer, but Hurts, the runner, is, boy, oh boy. I, I'm impressed. I would bet them. I mean, I, I think if the Eagles continue like this, if they go 13 and four, hard, I mean, it's going to be hard, I think, to, for him not to win it. It is versus Mahomes. That's going to be tough. That's the problem. Like, that's going to be tough. If it was an NFC player of the year, right, he'd win it going away. Right. Because you look at this list and it's all, I mean, it's all AFC guys. It's, it's Mahomes, Tua, Josh Allen. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, those are all the numbers around him. He's the best player in the NFC, and it's not close um, as far as that goes, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson is still amazing. Um, he's, Absolutely. He's the highest – he's the best odds position player-wise. I don't think it's a question. I, I mean, if you're looking to bet these things – Sometimes taking is it a, is it a problem taking plus three fifty when it was eight to one a few weeks ago? I mean, like, it's obviously you're betting into a worse wins. number, but it's still plus money, right? And it's I mean, I wouldn't recommend laying juice with Mahomes, so I would take the plus money. By the way, Hunter Henry touchdown just NFL. By the way, another beautiful call by the NFL. That was a touchdown. I don't know. I mean. You might as well put it right in the notes right now, Farrah, 1030. I don't know what a fucking catch is anymore. I don't know what a fucking touchdown is anymore. I don't know what I I was I was like, his hand is under the ball. <laughs> I don't care if it bounces, shakes, shimmies. His hand was under the ball. And he went down over the goal line. I I don't know. I don't know what it was. I honestly. Um, surviving the ground was removed from the rule book, but they still use it at the end zone, which is really interesting. 
That's been that that phrase has been taken out of the rule book, but when it actually happens at the goal line, did that it actually play, say surviving the ground? Yes, it was, it did say you must survive the ground is what it was in the rule books, and they pulled it out. What does it's, that even mean? The ball, you have to keep possession of the ball. The the thing that's the most frustrating from a Patriot fan, me perspective, is that if that catch happened, if that play happened anywhere but the goal line, that's a catch. The reason why it wasn't a catch is because it was at the goal line. How dumb is that? <laughs> it's the stupidest. It's the stupidest thing ever. It really is. I mean, you know, I I lost it. Like my my, my stepfather got a chance to see like the real me, and he was like, "Yo, yo, yo!" <laughs> I got. I was so mad. I was stomping around my house. I was so frustrated by that. I was like, "This is incredible." Vikings probably still win the game, but it was an incredibly bad call. That was just really, really bad. Anger is what happened yesterday to a lot of gamblers at the Bears and who is going to play quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Right. Our friend David yep. Payne Pernum had a bit our big article on this this morning on ESPN Chalk about this. Okay, so we thought one quarterback was going to play because of a team tweet and another quarterback is going to play and I went back to the other quarterback <laughs> for, 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 for the game. Perfect timing. It's awesome. And there were some really big bets that came in on the Jets, which ultimately did cash. Right. Bets did win the game going away. But quarterbacks playing, it's the most important position in all of sports. Can't you? I mean, I'm not saying this ever did. I'm not saying this happened, but this is where you could see market manipulation. Could you not? Well, maybe send out a tweet for decades in this book. None of it matters. You just got to take the bets like, but for betters to, to make bets based on information, you saw it with the draft, you know, the draft was a big one. Some ESPN guys put out, Woj put out that certain guys would be drafted and they weren't. And then they were, and then it was like, Oh, retraction guy says that, you know, <laughs> Simeon's playing for the bears. Okay. No. Got Just hurt, kidding. Got hurt during warmups. <laughs> Nathan Peterman's going to play. If anybody knows that, you know, Peterman's been able to keep a job for NFL teams, but he doesn't win games. So it's an instant waterfall. Bag guy, whatever the limits are, we're taking, we're betting that on the Jets. Oh, ah, you know what? He's feeling better. Simeon's feeling better. He's going to play. Took the shot. Went inside, got a shot. That's all that was. <laughs> he, he just Simeon went. Oh man, my I hurt my rib cage. Like, hold on a second, tore it all. Come here, click. Oh, I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just bizarre, absolutely bizarre. Similar to the Josh Allen situation that we had earlier in the year, where Josh Allen wasn't going to play, and then Josh Allen played. It's crazy. It's out. I mean, it's just Josh Allen, Herbert. You remember Herbert? Oh, that's Herbert right. I'm sorry. The, the, that was the Herbert game. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Her against Shaq's. I mean, yeah. the backup was announced yeah. in the stadium. <laughs> Chase and Daniel then was playing. the backup didn't play. So that line went from seven to three up to seven again. This was already up and it just went up a little higher and then came back. But the size of the wagers that came in. There were two $100,000 bets bet right when this tweet came out that it was going to be Nathan Peterman. You saw 200K plays come in. Yeah. They cashed, the, but it wasn't the only ones. I can tell you that. Yeah. It wasn't the only ones. There was a lot of money on the Jets yesterday. And it all cashed. So it turned into, right. I mean, 
you know, because Jets won going away. Mike White played really, really well. If you're Zach Wilson, I know the Bears. Everyone's like, it's the Bears. Their defense stinks. Their secondary is awful. I right. hear you. But look who he threw to. <laughs> he made the Jets wideouts relevant again, which is what Zach Wilson has not been able to do. You see the line for this week for the Jets? No. Minnesota minus three at home wow. against the Jets. They were just what, what? I tell you to New England. They were two and a half. There's three to the Jets. Wow, so that's interesting. So they're the same, right? But they're not. Patrick two and zero against the Jets. <laughs> these are these are why you have these discussions. These are how the discussions go in the risk room when the teams just played. They just played the Patriots. Does Mike White make that big of a difference to you? Did you see the game? The Jets look good. When the guys want to play for the quarterback, the team plays better. Fair. There's no, I mean, you can see it. They're physical as hell anyway. If they don't turn the ball over or just move the ball sometimes and get first downs and stuff, the defense is going to play better because they're not tired. You saw, you know, and you got it in the rundown when the defense is getting mad at the offense and yelling at the quarterback and stuff. There's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. Boy, oh boy. So you mentioned the Raiders walk off wins in back to back games. And They're Josh back. Jacobs goes for 303 total yards. Yeah. Team record in rushing, team record for total yards. And he's a free agent at the end of the year. I know teams hate paying running backs, but boy, his agent this morning woke up real happy. <laughs> his player just did what he did for the Raiders. And man alive, that was a hell of a walk-off 86-yard touchdown in overtime for the Raiders to get a win. And now, look, they're four and seven. What's their final record in your mind? I have to go through the schedule. Can they win um, nine games? Can they go five and one? Uh, they're home this week to the Chargers, dogs again. Uh huh. Huh. They've got Chargers at the Rams, home for the Patriots, at the Steelers, home for the Niners, home for the Chiefs. Home they're, for the Niners, home for the Chiefs. Are they winning those games? No. Probably not. I think they need to win the next four games. And then they'll be eight and nine, and they'll have something to build on for next year. Hmm. Unless the Chiefs don't care, it doesn't matter. Right, went, right. That's win. what I'm thinking. Yeah. But this is the problem for this team because they they lost in the middle of the year. They lost to teams like the Saints and the Jaguars and the Colts. Right. Those were games they had. To <laughs> if they'd won those games, they can afford to lose these games going down the stretch and they would be in a, in a playoff conversation. They're not in the playoff conversation, but it, it at least gives ownership some breathing room to go, look, give the guy some time. He's not going to be, I mean, people were saying they're going to win three games. You know, they're going to be just an abject failure, you know, three and 13 first pick in the draft, draft a quarterback. I was saying that. So now you're four and seven through 11 games. It's not where you want to be, but at least 
you can start to see that, all right, maybe the team is starting to buy in a bit. They legitimately could be seven and four. Yes. Like legitimately, like there's mm-hmm. just been a couple either ridiculous second half collapses and then just a bounce here and a bounce there. They could be seven and four. They're that close. They missed a field goal in overtime. I mean, they, right. they, they, they won the game twice. <laughs> like, I mean, so, Carlson doesn't miss kicks and the kid missed a kick. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the NFL. It's so close, the margin of victory and defeat and all this stuff. I think they're fine. Um, I don't think they probably let Jacobs walk. Probably. Which is, I, would be a mistake, but they, they aren't going to, I mean, I, I, if they go by the Patriot they need way, to fix the defense. hundred percent. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. I mean, but Crosby's a really good player, but they need linebackers <laughs> and they, they need guys in the sick in the secondary desperately. They just can't cover, cover somebody. It feels like, this, yeah, it was just, it's just like, can't keep playing the games this way. I mean, you can, I guess. I mean, you just have to out. You have to score forty every game, like every game. Good luck. Every game, because yeah. you're going to give up points, and you're going to have those those types of. I don't know. I was. Uh, I wasn't surprised that they won. Went, you know, the way they did. Even I was like, this is this is perfect. They're probably going to win their next three games, and bring all this discussion back and. They'll still be on the, you know, mathematically alive because if they run the table, they're 10 and seven and they're in the playoffs most likely. Yeah, they're, not they're not doing that. I mean, look, if they, if they go over 500 the rest of the way, I think that's a victory. <laughs> JC from KC just said Raiders are 2 and 0 since their car cried at the podium. True. He's right. That's true. I mean, that's yeah. where they are. I mean, that's, and you know what? That's, not say that's a Tebow type moment, but that's definitely a thing where your teammates pay attention to it. Devontae Adams didn't have as big of a game as he had the previous two weeks, but he had a good game. More of a weapon, more of a decoy to the Seahawks defense than anything else. Yeah. They were petrified of him. So, you know, let Hollins go off. It led that throw to tie the game, the touchdown toss to Foster Moreau was incredible. That was an He makes the throws, man. He, 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 he. With time, he makes those throws. Like, and I think most of that team is playing with him and for him as well. Um, it's just when he moves and starts to make those decisions, like in spur of the moment situations. It's just sometimes he makes some throws. You're like, hey, what is he doing? Just throw it away. Oh yeah, away. Picks and forces the ball to Adam. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. So, two coaches yesterday both went for two Jaguars Chargers. They both converted, they both yeah. made it. Yeah. This is a copycat league. Coaches see all the love, coaches see all the admiration. Go get them, big ball coach. We love you. Rah, rah. Think this becomes more of a trend? Who knows? Because OT do you- does suck. I mean, overtime, the rules in overtime do suck. Well, you have to know too, like if you trust either unit with the result of the coin toss. Do I trust my defense enough to get a stop? All right, I can play overtime. If I don't, I'm fucking going for it. If I Chargers don't, (laughs) that's what I mean, right? Like it's just just dumb. No, right? It can't. It's just in that situation, you can't. So I get it. There, Jacksonville's got. I mean, what are they playing for? Yeah, right. Go for it. 
Go for you it. You know, yeah. the kid actually drove him down the field at the end of the game. Let's let's win it. Let's put it, you know, that, that this is something to build on for them. So I see it, but I don't always think it's the best play. Do you? No. I, I actually no. didn't like the Chargers decision personally. No. I liked the Jaguars decision. I did not like the Chargers decision to go for that. I was right. like, I would play it for overtime for you guys, but they chose not to, and they went ahead and threw it. And, you know, it is what it is. But them getting it and not getting it ultimately could cost them or now get them in the playoffs. The way the season breaks down, like that that game, losing that game could have kept them out of the playoffs. And you're not thinking that at the time, but okay, good luck. But Brian Kelly got a ton of praise. You know, coaches know, coaches watch. If you make it, you're a hero. Oh, Staley, he keeps him guessing. So that's keeps him going. And then he keeps himself guessing. I mean, I know. I don't think he knows what he's doing in the moment. I think he's like, um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> like, wait. Oh, so now we're going for it again. Oh, okay. So now we're back on that train. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand. Makes no sense, but sure. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I didn't like it personally, but I did like the Jaguars going for it. And they both made it. You mentioned it. Wilson gets screamed at <laughs> Broncos are three and eight. Did he really say let's ride? Do you think it's what he whispered under his breath? He was getting yelled at people are trying to read his lips saying, did he say let's ride? I don't think so. I think he only does that for the cameras. He ain't telling his teammates. Let's ride. There ain't no way. They kick his ass. Russ, shut up. Ride to a first down. Like, right. What are you doing? That guy was mad, man. He was coming to that sideline, wanted a piece of him. Like, do something. We're losing to Carolina. Darnold's playing quarterback. He's playing better than you. They lost to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> and the Panthers are trying to tank. Yeah. Three I mean, and eight for the Broncos. Top down. The players are never trying to tank. That's what I love. I would love to be on a bad team and having them you know, upper management saying we're tanking. Be like a major league situation, the movie right. Major League. Yep. What are we going to do now? Win the whole fucking thing. I'd be Jake Taylor, say, let's go, boys. Come on. We're going to go win and really, you know, mess them up. It's a shitty situation to be in, but, man, what, what does Denver do now? What do they do? Fire hack it. Reassess the offense, figure out what to do with Russ. He's your guy. You, you gave him a five-year deal. Oh, my God. You are tied to him unless he can bail your ass out and walk. If he wants to retire and save you a whole lot of headache, that would be enormous. But otherwise, you are locked into that dude for a while. They Maybe. go to Baltimore this week and pull their nine-point dogs. Angry Baltimore, too. Matt, what I don't understand them. The Ravens defense, yikes. That defense is not what it once was. They held them to 10 points. They just gave up a late drive. They were up. We got into the red zone four times, kicked four field goals, right? 12-10, then get the lead, then blow the lead. Then Deshaun Jackson still can run and catch the ball. 
Lamar throws it. That was an unbelievable pass catch. I was like, all right, good. They got there. They're going to win and cover. Wait, no, they're not. Well, they're going to lose. Did you think Tucker's kick was good when he kicked it? Yes. Hundred percent. Sixty-seven yards, and it looked like it was good off his foot. If they picked up two more yards, if they just got two more yards on that last play, that kick is good. Sixty-five. That's good. hundred percent. Sixty-six. Probably like crossbar in play. Sixty-seven. He came up a yard short. That guy's unbelievable. Do you like? Do you know how far that is? I was just at the football game out with the kids and stuff at the UNLV game. And we sat on the 40. The ball was there on the other side of the 50 yard line. That is really far away. And not like left, right, straight as narrow. Like he hit that thing on the money and it almost went. I mean, it almost. I wanted it to go. I was like, oh, who I'm didn't not- want that to go? Listen, even if you had Jacksonville money line, you're like, I got to witness this. That's the longest field goal that's ever going to be made. Indoors. In the NFL. Indoors. That's good. Right? Indoors. He hits that. So it was outdoors. So the, 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 the drag on the football caused it to fall short, but he's incredible. And Justin Ducker is the greatest kicker of all time. Like it's just, it just, he keeps on better playing. than Vinatieri. He's not the most. Yeah, I think he is better. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri is the most clutch kicker of all time in terms of like he's made the biggest kicks. But if I was going to start a kicking team and who was I drafting first? Right. I'm drafting Justin Tucker over Adam Vinatieri. Yes. And Adam Vinatieri should be in the Hall of Fame. And so should. Right. And so should Justin Tucker. They both. We got into that debate last night at one of the at the at the book I ended up at. They they said about the Tucker and is he the best kicker ever? And one guy said, no, Adam Vinatieri because of the clutchness. And he did it outside in the nastiness. Yeah, Baltimore's not exactly Florida. That's what I said. I said, what the fuck? Baltimore's not New England, but it ain't like, you know. And you know this. I mean, you know what the North is like. He did it in Cincinnati. He did it in Pittsburgh. He did it in in, in Cleveland. He's done it in four very, three very difficult climates. Baltimore's not exactly that warm, but it's not cold, that cold either. It's a middle of the road type of weather climate, but the North, the black and blue division, he's playing, you know, every year he's playing three games outside in those environments. He's hitting clutch kicks like crazy. So yeah, Justin Tucker. I mean, look, I love Adam Vinatieri. Don't get me wrong, but in terms of just like sheer talent and, and kicking strength, Justin Tucker is ridiculous. He's absolutely yeah. flat out. ridiculous. Chat's going crazy. Shelly's a, a Ravens fan. She said she thought it was good. Um, what a kick. Yeah. So I think I think the Jaguars thought it was good. You watch the defensive players; they were like, "Oh, like the and then, right." Then they were like, "Oh, phew!" Like they thought it was good. I mean, what was it was no curve at all. Like he hit that straight. thing dead on. Like when you hit a drive, perfect. Yep. Like sometimes you had no spin side. That thing was a laser. Yeah, that was a laser. Going right at it and then just came up a yard, a yard short. It was yeah. a bummer. Uh, you mentioned the division. So the Bengals have won three games in a row. They're tied with the Ravens right now. Ravens have a tiebreaker because they beat the Bengals. But for the division, I've got a Ra- Ravens to win the division bet that I'm watching closely now. But yes. what, do you, what do you make of getting Chase back? And now here come the Bengals. Bengals are the next highest power, power rated team on a lot of guys' lists that I talk to on the regular. Um, Behind Kansas City and, and wow. Buffalo. So, three. so, 
yeah, not surprised at all that they're there. They're here. They're two-point dogs this week at home to Kansas City, while Baltimore's, like I said, a nine-point favorite at home against Denver. There is zero chance that Denver's going to Baltimore and winning. But I think I think that um, I think since he can beat Kansas City, don't you? Yeah, with Chase, yes, yeah, with Chase coming back, absolutely. That's a P. Ryan's football playing well, too. and I think they held Mixon out of the game against the Titans in order to keep him for the Chiefs game. So you may get Mixon back next week, which could be big. P. Ryan played really well. Wait, you think they held him out? He had a concussion. Well, yeah, but I think better safe than sorry. Get him ready for next week. Like, I don't trust these. Right At this point in the season, I don't trust any report on anything. Like, it's all. You know, I mean, they needed the game. I think if he could have played, he would have played. Okay, but I, I think in terms of having him not be out there, I think they wouldn't. They need to rush him because they believe in Pirine. And now they have both of them, hopefully, for the game, for, for their sake, they'll have both of them against the Chiefs coming up this weekend. P. Ryan cannot do what Mixon can do, though. Correct. The tackles. He cannot do that stuff. They can't, I mean, they can't get P. Ryan hurt because he does all that other stuff. Third so, down stuff, yeah. Um, but I mean, they, they've played well hmm. without Chase, which was the big worry because the first game without him, they played horribly. They right. couldn't do anything. They could just, they could, then they revamped it. They got Tyler Boyd the football more. They picked up first downs. They protected better. That was the big question is can they can yeah. protect Joe Burrow? And they're protecting Joe Burrow more. And their defense is good enough. I mean, it's not outstanding, but it's good enough. Yep. And they did a good enough job against Derrick Henry. Didn't let him get really going except for that one play, that big long screen play that if you had Derrick Henry anytime touchdown or first touchdown of the game, that is one of the worst beats of the season. <laughs> Of anybody. I mean, that was that was a 20 to 1 hit for a first touchdown, Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's brutal. Have that fumble at the one yard line. <laughs> Derrick Henry doesn't get it. But you know, the Bengals are a team that, yeah, you gotta they're gonna be a problem. Down the stretch, they're gonna be a problem for whoever whoever faces them. Hopefully you'll be able to at some point, you know, take them. Uh what's them to win the division right now? Are they plus money. Hmm. Let's see. NFL divisions. Because you could just lock up profit. Yeah, they're plus 210. Oh, wow. Okay. Right Maybe I'll, I'll do that. I'll put a half a unit down on that. So you get plus 210 and it's done. Yeah, I've got plus 200 on the Ravens. Yeah. So plus so. 210 on the on the Bengals. And, um, now, if you don't think they're going to beat Kansas City this week, wait. Because they'll be higher. Because Baltimore's winning. So Baltimore's odds to win the division will be even higher. And you can With five games left? They have the same record right now, right? Yep. So they're yeah. about, about by a game and a half on Cincinnati. With a and game. they play once they play more. Time. Mm-hmm. So it's, interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting bet. I mean, you know, you can go through the schedule and see. Uh, I feel like they're going to end with the same number of wins. I feel, I feel like they're going to end up tied. And then tiebreaker. Right. It'll come to a tiebreaker for the division. If the Ravens win both games, that's it. But if they don't, then it gets into, I think, your division record. I think the next tiebreak after head to head is divisional record. Oh. 
So right now, if you look at the divisional record, uh, it's for, Bengals, right? Bengals against the division one and three. Ravens Bengals are two, one and three. Yeah, the two and zero oh for the Ravens. The Bengals lost to the Browns. Yep, that was oh. the first game, right? That that was the first game after they lost Chase. Yeah, they lost to the Browns after they lost. When they lost Chase, they lost to the Browns, thirty-two thirteen. Remember that? Oh, they got killed, oh, and then man. they beat the Panthers, beat the Steelers, beat the Titans. They they, they beat the Falcons thirty-five seventeen, and they beat the and then the Browns got them. And they're all, but, everybody was like, "Uh oh!" Butter Hall just came in and said, "Russ the bust for Russell Wilson." That's pretty good. It's hard to argue. Man, to be man. quite honest, uh, we can skip the Jets conversation because we already hit on it. Um, skip the Jets conversation? I had this all ready for the Jets conversation. Okay, making plays, a playoffs. All right, all right, who plays quarterback going forward? Who would you start? I'm playing that guy that just played and won that game. Mike White, I agree. You? Yeah. I mean, I was talking with Rob from beating the bookie, and he was like, they're going to figure out Mike White in two seconds. Can't play Mike White. I was like, I don't know. Bears defense stinks, but the team played hard for Mike White. There were some some very evil vibes coming off of Zach Wilson on the sidelines during that game. Um, let's see. The Jets are three-point dogs at Minnesota. I mean, what are you going to do? Go back to Zach Wilson and go to a game in Minnesota? Right. No. I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I mean... You play Mike White. Did you have you have you lost Zach? Is Zach no done? I I mean, if he's immature, he is and unable to understand what's going on. I mean, he apologized. He yeah, but he wasn't like a rah rah guy in the sidelines during that game yesterday. He never has been. So that's a problem in my mind. It's not on the first game. Like you just you're you're been the quarterback. They've been kissing your ass. You're you know you're on the billboards. You're on the yearbook, all this other stuff. Now you're benched. You're a young kid. It's hard to take. So I think the the reaction this week will be interesting. But Salah's a great I, – I really am impressed with him coaching. Agreed. He got a feel for that team. And you can tell – I think everybody on the team respects the guy. Mm-hmm. And they know that he has full carte blanche. So it's like you better get on board with coach or you're out. Yeah. So, but I, I wouldn't go back to him on the road in Minnesota. I don't think that's going to lose the team. You walk in today, well, victory Monday, nobody's working today for the teams hit one. That's a new thing, I guess, or an old thing that they do in the NFL. The guys don't go to work. Um, What are you going to do? Walk in Tuesday and say, all right, we got the game plan. Zach, you're, you're back under center. Thanks, Mike. What the fuck? Wide receivers going to be like, what the? Wait well, a Garrett, second. Garrett Wilson might get up and walk out. Right? He might just be like, thanks, guys. I'm out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a problem. What do you, you I mean, the Jets fans want, and I listen, and again, not that you want the fans telling you who to play, but, but there, is there anybody in New York right now, coaching staff, fans, teammates, whatever, that say, yeah, put the, put the Zach kid back in? No. Hell no. Uh, Deshaun Watson officially added to the Browns roster. He will start this weekend. 
against Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. We'll start this weekend. I ain't even gonna say how many games it was. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say it. The, the, let the let the let the brigade tell you. Oh, they can do whatever they want. Served we, an eleven game suspension. Chef yes, said it. Oh, that's true. He did serve. That's right. He did serve eleven game suspension. That's, that's got eleven that's games, sir. Good way of putting it. Yes, he served, served eleven. 11 got eleven yes. game suspension. He's coming served. back week twelve. What's that do to the line? Let me see. Nothing. Seven point favorites. It's got to be baked in. Texans have been deep pantsed bent over and spanked in the first half, the last two weeks to the score of 50 to nothing. Last two weeks. They almost covered. They almost backdoor covered they, against the Dolphins. You they did. That? But it's 50. But the first half right now, the, one of the better bets in the NFL is to fade the Texans in the first half. They're getting killed in the first half. Can you imagine being a kid who may like win the Heisman and all this other stuff and your future is going to the Texans? Like, oh, I'm going to be the first pick in a draft. <sighs> well, Lovey Smith got into it with the with the media yesterday after the game, and it's looking more and more like there's going to be a new head coach in Houston. So, I, I I've said this for years. Like, your dream is to be an NFL head coach, and then Houston is the job that comes up, and you got to have that decision with yourself. Sit down and say, I'm not taking the job. What was what he going to do, though? I mean, he never should have been. He was the biggest tank hire of all time. Losing coach at Illinois, losing coach with the Bears, and you go ahead and give him another head coaching opportunity. We all went like, wait, what? Yeah. Lovey Smith is the coach of the who? Right. But so, that's fine. But like that now, who are they going to get? Are going to get a guy that's going to want to coach Caleb Williams? Yes. Or whatever. And maybe go get Lincoln Riley. So we can they convince- carpet bag the whole thing, the USC thing? Oh, go there, make the playoffs, and then bounce. Go together to the Texans. What in the hell? I'm just saying. I don't know. It's possible. Pull a Kingsbury Kyler Murray deal. It's possible. I mean, it's not impossible. That be something. I mean, it's NFL money versus USC money. You might be like, "Well, USC's got money." Yeah, Texans have got NFL money. They want it. They can go do whatever they want. But yes, I mean, it's going to be that type of hire. It's going to be some type of unproven college coach or uh, you know, either a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator who then you as a first pick in the draft, you get to go play for the Houston Texans. Good luck. I don't, I don't want in that division, which is very difficult to play in with the Colts and the Titans. I think game. I'd rather go coach Auburn than I would fair the Houston Texans right now. Fair. You know how I feel about that Auburn job. Jose Abreu to the Astros. Wow. Jose Abreu to the Astros. Finally, some baseball news to talk about. Baseball's been dead quiet. It's been weird. Hell. We'll get that to that tomorrow. All right. Vinny Konowinski is reminding us, wait, wait. Lovey took the Bears and Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. He did. He did do that. He did do that. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Sure. There's a lot of guys who have had that one time. Lightning in a bottle type of run. Jeez, Lovey was 81 and 63 with the Bears. Stop the Lovey defamation. Illinois was what again? That wasn't well. Somebody, <laughs> one of you guys, in fairness, P. Ralt's right, put the put the Illinois record in there. <laughs> Let's put Illinois. And, and you tell me if he earned the right to be a head coach in the NFL after that run in Illinois. I see the Illinois job, you know, going in. Like, what are you going to do? Turn it around? It's shit. Why? But they did. I mean, look at the guy who's doing it now. I mean, Bielema's done a good job at Illinois. 
that division, you got to know oh when to take the job. Gosh. That division stinks. It's caca. We'll get to the two new head coaches going in that division here in just one second. Uh, all right. So Colts minus two and a half tonight against your Steelers. Total is 39 and a half at Betfred. Where are you on this game, Steeler fan? You tell me. I don't me. even want to watch it. You don't want to watch it? I don't even want to watch it. You wanted to use it in the contest. Yeah, I, I hated this week, the whole contest. I, that Bad week. It would be Steelers or nothing. I don't want to lay the points with the Colts. You want to lay the points with the Colts? No, I, I don't. I didn't. Um. But I don't know. I I Steelers are so frustrating right now because you can see visions of like, wow, yeah, we got a quarterback, we got wide receivers. This is Najee's running like this is going to be great. TJ's playing defense and the defense is good. Like we got we got hope. And then they go and fucking throw a pick or do something dumb and like the defense gets tired and like the team they can't get off on third down you're like oh money on the over surprised money on the over numbers going up 39 and a half painted it was 39 last night yeah i mean they went up last night on the uh Steam came on the, the Eagles game over. Right, it was the right move. <laughs> it was over by halftime. <laughs> that was the right play. 45, 45 and a half, 46, 46 and a half. Yeah, you bet the under of that game, you were like, yeah, click. <laughs> I'm good. Done at halftime. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's going to be like that. But I'd be worried about the under because of turnovers. Both guys to throw a pick tonight, same price. How can that be? Why not? Pick it. And Ryan are both minus one twenty to throw a pick tonight. Yeah, that's because of the defensive pressure it's going to face from the Steelers. One of them is not more likely to throw a pick than the other. They're the no. same price. I think that's right. I, I would. That's okay. What is it? Minus one twenty. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I put it at. That's a fair point. Pickett has been okay when they're when, when the Steelers are in games. Pickett's not turning the football over. They lose when he makes big mistakes and makes bad throws. But Matt Ryan, I mean, let's not forget where Matt Ryan was two weeks ago on the bench. Right. <laughs> because Matt Ryan was throwing picks like crazy. Right. So I, I understand the narrative. I get the thought that, wait a minute. So Jeff Saturday rides into town, Mr. Ra rah, go win one for the Gipper. Right. And then the euphoria wears off after two weeks. And the reality is, you're not a very good football team and you come crashing back down to earth against the Steelers against the Steelers. Ugh. I don't know if anybody comes crashing down against anybody against Mike the Tomlin against Jeff Saturday. It's kind of a big mismatch. Is it? Yeah. It's a really big mismatch. I don't know. The 30 year old whiz kids calling the plays on the sideline for the Colts doing a job. Hand it to Taylor. Not that hard. hard to figure out. You're right. It ain't that hard. Give the ball to Taylor a lot. Keep Ryan from getting hit. Done. By the way, Timmy said that Caleb will is not eligible for this draft. So we ain't got to worry about uh, him going to Houston two years or Lincoln Riley going to Houston. Two years. Then. Yeah. So keep Lovey for one more year and then go get Caleb Williams. <laughs> but don't they go get like CJ Stroud or somebody like that? They have to. Or or they wait, or they wait for somebody. I mean, if you think Caleb Williams is generational, 
I mean, that's what they did for luck, right? I mean, they, 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 the Colts waited for Andrew luck. They tanked to get to luck, waited a year and got him. If you're the Texan, do you think Caleb Williams is the guy? You just wait a year. You tank for one more year, get Caleb Williams, keep Lovey Smith in place, go two and 15. God, I don't know. I mean, that's, I mean, you could pull it off. I mean, it's be quite obvious what you're doing, but you could right. do it if you wanted to. Or, yes, you get CJ Stroud, you get Hooker, you get, um, you get Bryce Young, you know, or you go get the kid from North Carolina that everyone's in love with. Right. They think that that kid's going to be the first pick in the draft. Hmm. So, I mean, this just depends upon how, how your scouting department evaluates and what they like, but you could, yeah. Or you can sit and wallow for a bit and wait <laughs> and lose. <laughs> the guys at a chatter just accused Farah running an underground World Cup book. It's pretty funny. Farah of running an undercover World Cup book? Yeah. Did yeah. we get, are we, are we getting spammed by World Cup? No, no, no. It's just it's it's freezing every once in a while. The boys are wondering what's going on and talking oh, about freezing. soccer. Yeah. Uh, the soccer just started, so we're still having internet problems after all this. Sometimes it just freezes. Oh it's fine. Yikes. Uh okay. You tell me, Mr. Penn State. Mm-hmm. Did the kid really say it or not? I don't know. I don't know what he said. I watched it ten times. I don't know what he said. Okay, so this video goes viral. I get this DM to me three times over the yeah. weekend. Yeah, You got to ask Dave if this is real. The kid mouths, we have to cover. He did say it. Sure looked like he said it. But does that mean the spread? Right? I don't know. We have to cover means we could go, we need to go cover the wide receivers. Could. Does it mean... Cover the spread. Maybe. But the kid does say in this clip, you can go to Dave's Twitter account and you add SportsBKConsig and watch it. It's a Penn State. I think it's a linebacker, right? I don't know who that kid was next to him. Said, we have to cover. <laughs> and the betting world goes by. He looked up at the thing and like pointed, like he was pointing at that scoreboard. Someone said, he, is it, the second thing he said was, we need a touchdown. We have to right. cover. We need a touchdown. He said we need a touchdown. I could see that. I don't see know, the second man. part. The first part makes sense. Does this right. kid need to answer for anything? Do you need a statement from Penn State? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, somebody might ask him, you know, and they might ask him, you know, at the bowl game. Such a bad look. Just even having this conversation is so bad. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not going to make a leap to say this had anything to do with gambling. I don't think this is it. I, I, even if he said it, we need a to cover. We need a touchdown. I don't think he's referring to gambling. I'm going to, I need to see or hear a right. lot more before I go make that leap. This kid was talking about gambling. I don't know. I learned a lot about gambling while I was at Penn state. I could tell you that right now. <laughs> I learned a lot about gambling and the whole that's business. And that's not good. A lot of people. There was a lot of people that like to gamble there. Um, and it's legal. Yeah. And now it's, I mean, now it's legal, but breaking news, it's been going on for 50 years minimum there before it was legal going on everywhere. 
that's the that's the reality of it. So I don't know. I don't care. I was just curious because it was like people were saying, oh, he can't talk about this. He's talking on the sideline to the guy next to him. There's a zillion cameras. Is it a problem that these kids are talking about it? Yes. Why? If they know what the spread is. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get the glasses. I missed putting the glasses on for a couple of days. Hold on. <laughs> you think the kids don't know what the spreads are? I think the kids in the game, in the heat of the moment, if it's on their minds, it's a problem. You want to, because coaches use it for bulletin board material all the time. So they can say it. Well, coaches have been saying it pregame forever. It's different. So when they're up 30 points and they're laying 31 and they're going for it Uh three minutes to go, like the coaches don't know what the spreads are? Well, the coaches definitely do. They do it for the alumni. We know what the coaches do. Tom. Well, why can't the player say it on the sideline to his buddy? Because it's the acknowledgement that you're thinking about that during the game. Because the next question is, why do you care? Trying to cover the spread for the alumni, just like the coach, man. Okay. Or is it trying to cover it for your fraternity buddies who are all laying it and told you, hey, man, we're going to go in heavy. We need you guys to cover. It's very hard to be in a fraternity and be a division one athlete. Most of them can't do both. Okay. So let's say it's your friends in your, in your group chat who are saying, Hey man, we're all going to pull our money together. We're going to lay minus 30. We're going to put five grand down on this. You guys have got to cover for us. Five grand. That's a large bet. Just saying if the kid is thinking it during the game, the question would then be why? Because the nefarious point of view is, well, the kid got paid got, got paid $5,000 to make sure if he was in a position to make the cover happen or not happen, he could do it. Hmm. That's the problem. You just, if we have all these thinking, integrity companies that will take care of that, don't we? We do. <laughs> they're, they're watching it. They're sending reports to the books, letting them know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they know. Oh yeah, they know. Oh yeah, they know. <laughs> they, they're, they're all over. Yeah, they flag what? How many? How many a weekend? They flag five, five games a week. They flag. <laughs> right. That's the quote. Right. Not even watching the games we, on the week. We flag five games of all the college games a week. We flag five of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sure. Say whatever the fuck you want. Just say it. I, I, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if we can work the leap to, to the fact that he was trying to cover for anybody. Uh, that's my problem. That's, cover. but that, that's my point. We, I don't want to have to make that leap, but you have, if he's thinking about it during the game, that's the next question. Why are you talking about it during the game? Why do you care? Oh, I just care because of the alumni. Okay. Fair. Easy. You sure? Right. Is there something else? Friends, family, dad, brother, uncle, grandpa. Hey, young man, I got a lot of money riding on you guys this weekend. You better make sure that happens. Do what you can. Do what you can. For the alumni. Not saying know. it's nefarious. I'm saying right or wrong. I'm just saying those questions get asked, and it's not good when. Why it's a don't kid. they get asked to the coaches? 
Um, so I guess we're having more internet issues. We got to figure, we got to figure this thing out. Fair. You got to come to my house tomorrow. I think uh, you just got to come here. This good. This is, this is not working. Um, I don't have the, I don't have the patience this week <laughs> to, to deal so with this. Why are the alumni different than friends and family? They're not. Thing. They're all, they're the same thing. I would agree, right. but it's the kid. It's not the kid's responsibility to worry about it. Is it the coach's responsibility to worry about it? Um, it can be, I mean, just, it's never said publicly, but you go to those, you go enough, you go to enough of those off season, you know, grab ass conversations and you see what, what a college football program really is built upon. And I've seen it. I mean, yeah. You go to those touchdown club. Yeah. You you know, you start to look around you're like, Oh, because guys pull the coach aside, you know, the most favorite, the, 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 everyone's referencing this now because yellow wood is the largest lumber company in America. Yellow wood, yellow wood, L Y E L L A. Oh, yellow. Okay. Yellow wood is the largest lumber company, I think in the country, but one of the, one of the, one of the, in the country. Okay. He is a sole owner and he is the single biggest donor to Auburn. That dude dictates almost everything big money big money like big big money when when he says if he doesn't like the coach coach is not going to stick around for very long so i mean some people do have real big pull and real big sway as to what's going on and if you happen to be a big gambler we don't know but if you're not covering and not doing what the guy wants or the woman wants you can find yourself out of a job i can't wait to find out why marcus arroyo got fired from unlv today i can't wait to find that out who got fired? Head coach of UNLV. The football coach? Five and seven, beat UNR, had the team competitive. Right now, they might, because of their APR, they're five and seven, but their APR might get them to be bowl eligible if they run out of six and six teams. They have such a high IP APR with kids going to class and getting good grades that UNLV would go to a bowl game, and they fired them today. Can't wait to find out why, because, I mean, the 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 rumor on campus, not rumor, but everyone will tell you that Arroyo is a, a world class prick. Who cares? The guy went five and seven, took over during the COVID. Oh, well, I mean, if pricks go too, like you, if, the, if they don't like you, don't boy, matter. oh boy, Come oh boy, on. I have no idea why. I mean, she, now the thing you is, you got to go, you know, five and seven. If you go nine and three, we'll keep the prick, but. Yeah, five but five and seven, seven UNLV is pretty break. damn good. I mean, look at the games. I mean, fine. Losing to Hawaii was bad. This felt orchestrated. This felt like predetermined that when the AD came in, the new AD was named, he was getting rid of the football coach oh, to bring in his own Maybe that's that's part of the problem. Arroyo was hired by the previous athletic right. director who left. So when she left, they brought in a new AD. The new AD was elevated from internal. This, to me, it feels like a vendetta. He just didn't like him. He wants somebody else. Right. Because I don't or on the field performance, Marcus Arroyo should not have been fired today by UNLV. Team was trending in the right direction. Surprising. I would I would have shocking <laughs> to me. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I went to two games this year, which I've haven't gone to a UNLV game in a while, but everything seems like it's going in the right direction. The games were we had a good time. The kids had a good time. Like 
Daddy, can we come to the games more often? I'm like, yeah, this actually, this is actually fun. This is competitive. I mean, it's Mountain West, it's whatever it is. Right. But it's it was it was uh I'm I'm really I'm surprised. So we'll watch out for that, see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow we will find out the order for the national championship playoffs heading into championship weekend. We will. Michigan, should they be number one tomorrow? Are you are you nuts? You think it's even a debate? Just asking. Should You're they an SEC guy? I am. A lot of people watch the show. Just asking. SEC people. Yep. I'm asking. There's no way. Do you think so? There's no way. There's no way. I what really did what did Georgia do to didn't cover? To, you want to talk about the spreads with the, you're worried about the kids talking about the spreads. They didn't cover Michigan once. So Michigan can jump them. Georgia tech went down the field in the first drive and scored a touchdown. <laughs> went right down the field in Georgia. Zook on the Lisa rice. Is, is she still on a committee? No, I don't think so. I hope not. She might be, but I don't know. She's going to come out and say, well, we moved Georgia to two because no. they didn't cover. No, Georgia's going to be, no, Georgia's going to be number one. The, the question is, should Michigan be number one? Not so will they be? We're trying to get Bama in. Oh, we'll get that in that second. Bias is completely oh, absurd. We'll, we'll get to Bama here in a second. Don't worry. Do you think Michigan should be one? I'm coming around. To them being one tomorrow? Then being the best team in the country, betting plus 280 to win it all. I'm coming around. Ooh. I said Michigan would go in there and bully Ohio State. Thought they'd win the game, plus seven and a half. I thought the under would hit. I was wrong about that, but I was right about Michigan going in there and winning. I was right about Michigan covering the seven and a half. And they just at Ohio State at the horseshoe. They yep. took the damn flag and put it at midfield. They did. That was fun. Oh Mike, I mean, you want to talk about a searing image in Buckeye fans? in their brains for the next 10 years, that block M at center at midfield. Ooh, baby. I kind of dig it. I think Michigan can hang with Georgia when they do it. Um, If Blake Corm's healthy, I think they can hang. He's obviously not healthy, but could he be by? Oh, he could be by then, right? Maybe January January 5th or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the backup kid ran all over Ohio State. That's why I don't worry about it being Blake Corm, right? 60 yards, 80 yards. I mean, it was ridiculous. A couple big plays. It was all about big plays, man. I was, I was, again, impressed with Michigan's ability to make the big plays when everybody said, oh, they can't do this, they can't do that. But they physically beat the shit out of Ohio State on Michigan's when Michigan was on defense. I don't think Ohio State's very good. What are four team and the, they're going to be the fourth team? Everybody keeps saying they're going to be the fourth team. But they the shouldn't be. Loses. They shouldn't be. They they're lost se- one game. They're seven to me. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. TCU, USC, Alabama, all above them. That's three, four, five. No, well, I mean, in terms of one, two, three would be Georgia, 
Michigan. Georgia, Michigan, and then <gasps> TCU, I mean, TCU, Alabama, USC. Yeah, fine. I'll put them six then. Hmm. Six then. Wow. They lost by 20 at home as seven point favorites. Didn't just lose. Throw the spreads out. The spreads don't matter. Fine. They lost by 20 points at home. Alabama lost two games on the last second play twice on the road. Tennessee and LSU. What's the strength of schedule? Uh, we don't use that anymore. That's out the window. Really? Yeah, they don't use that. That's not, not supposed to use that. That metric, that's a BCS metric. But Alabama's is Alabama's is way tougher than than the friggin' Big Ten. I don't think it is. Big Ten sucks. What do you mean? Who has Ohio State played that's wowed you? Alabama, like, the SEC is a fucking joke other than the top. Tennessee, LSU, the two top teams. Alabama, Georgia. They played two, they played two of the four. The rest of the teams are shit. Okay, but there's still four teams that are way better than the top two teams overall in terms of Michigan's the number one team, and you're just asking me. Yeah, there's two teams in the Big Ten. There's four in the SEC. Ohio State, Penn State's the only two losses are to those two teams. Penn State's not in this conversation. I know you want them to be, but Penn State's not in this conversation. I think they're higher than you think. Maybe, but they're not not in this conversation. (laughs) They can't get in the playoff, but... Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know. There's a, it's, I mean, USC's, when you look at their numbers, there's a lot of people that don't think they're very good. They've been very beneficial of their schedule. Well, I mean, the Pac-12 has been way more competitive than a lot of people want to realize their turnover margin thing is just doesn't even make mathematical sense. They keep getting turnovers and resulting in points and things like that. I mean, Notre Dame was right there, and then they had a turn, bad turnover, and it flipped the whole game, and then it was just they weren't going to cover. Notre Dame wasn't going to cover. So I don't know. USC, it's, it's <laughs> not sure. I don't know. Oh, they got out coached. Do you think they got out coached? Um, strength of schedule, Alabama's is higher than Ohio State. Where are they at? National. Uh, do they have it? You have you do top ten. Strength of schedule. Um Georgia is if you go to real time RPI. Georgia's strength of schedule is 58.6. Michigan's 51.3. TCU, 51.7. USC, 51.8. Ohio State, 52.5. Alabama, 56.4. Tennessee has the number one strength of schedule in the country. Wow. Uh, and also Georgia does. Sorry, Georgia, 58.6. Georgia, one. Tennessee, two. Bama, three. Top three teams in the top three teams. Right. They all played uh, each other. Are all oh, all ACC teams. Yeah. Well, Bama didn't play Georgia, but yeah, Tennessee right. played Georgia. Right. Wow. Shame about Tennessee. With Hooker? Yeah, that stinks. Because, I mean, just the fact that uh, South Carolina beat them so bad, put them out of everything. So, in this world, if USC wins, is USC in? Yes. It's not even a question. Okay. Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's no debate. 
USC wins, they're in. If you can, you see a scenario where USC wins and they're not in. No, but it's it's yeah. going to be really interesting because if TCU loses and USC wins, and that fourth spot is sitting there open, that's when they give it to Ohio State. They're gonna fuck, they're gonna fuck TCU, no question. I don't TCU know. TCU has to win to get in. Oh, no, that's debate. There's no debate in there. TCU has to What if to win. they lose a close game to Kansas State no. and USC loses? Then Alabama's in. Ohio State's going in over Alabama. Just told you. I just told you. Why? Ske- strength of schedule. Two losses on the road. You said they don't use strength of schedule two minutes ago. They don't. But I'm just telling you who Alabama's played and who and what what's happened to Alabama. How are you doing this? You You're cannot lose. arguments when you just said they don't no. use it. They don't use it in the mathematical formula, but I'm telling you, Alabama's two losses on the road on two last-second plays against Michigan destroying Ohio State at Ohio State, Alabama goes. Two losses is more than one, is it not? It is, but if you look at how the losses happened and the way the teams are playing, just saying, because Tennessee would be – they love Tennessee. We know the committee loves Tennessee. So Tennessee won on a last-second play. Alabama lost that last second play there. LSU. We know the committee really liked LSU a lot. They beat LSU, beat them on a last second play. I think that Ohio State team is not very good. I just, I think you go by the eye test, you go by what your mind tells you. And Ohio State has Marvin Harrison Jr. They've got a decent number two. Okay. They got major injuries at running back, and their defense could be blown up. I think, I mean, as much as it is the players and stuff, that guy wouldn't change what he was doing. Ryan Day? He wouldn't change what he was doing. They knew what he was doing. They put eight guys in a box, and they just went over to just beat him. Like, Ryan Day's in trouble. Ryan Day's got one more game. Okay? He loses to Michigan again. He's out. Wow. He's out. He loses to Michigan again. He's done. They want him gone now. They want, they, they want him gone down. He lost back-to-back games to Michigan. You can't lose back-to-back games to Michigan in that state. At home like that? Uh-uh. To khaki man? No. Uh-uh. That state's going. Buckeye Nation is absolutely on fire right now. They want him gone now. He They won't fire him now. He loses again in Ann Arbor next year. He's not on the plane coming home. Ryan Day's done at Ohio State. Man, oh, man. That's college football. I don't know. You got to win one game a year, the game. Nothing else matters. You lose like that to your arch rival and you see the turning. JJ McCarthy's not going anywhere. Like that kid's going to be there. <laughs> like he's young. He's going to be part of that. If he beats him again and he goes 3 and 0 against against Ohio State, Harbaugh is going to start to churn. I mean, that shit happens. Like you know, Ohio State beat Michigan. Three years in a row, Lloyd yeah, Carr stayed. And everybody, well, not in today's world. Harbaugh was, they wanted to run Harbaugh in the beginning. He couldn't beat Michigan. He couldn't beat Ohio State. They wanted him out. Harbaugh had to do the whole thing. I'm leaving, going to the NFL, get a contract extension. Now they what? love the guy. The same <laughs> thing. It's, a, it's, it's just college football. It's just how it is. It's, you know, it's why you said the Auburn job's so bad because you go up against Saban every year. That rival, that big, huge rival on your schedule, you get judged by that game. But when that loss happens like that, you win every other game, but that one, 
you're couple out. years in a row, you go to the Rose Bowl and, and you're go out to the Fiesta Bowl, whatever. At, at Ohio State, that's not good enough. You're out. Well, we'll see. I know a lot of people want him out. The same thing will happen to Nick, whoever follows Nick Saban. It'll be the same exact problem. Whoever gets that job when he leaves, it, they'll do the same thing. They'll go to the SEC championship game. They'll lose. They'll go to the Sugar Bowl. Uh-uh. You'll get three years to keep the, the train on the tracks. And if you're not there, you're out. They'll, they'll find somebody else. I remember I was at Alabama. <laughs> I saw four coaches in five years. Sorry, five coaches in four years at Alabama when I was covering the Crimson Tide. Because <laughs> they all want to know who the next bear was. Where's the next bear? And now it's oh. who, who the next Saban is. And Gene Stallings was really good. Gene Stallings was phenomenal. Won a championship at Alabama. He was great. But... I mean, Nebraska was the same thing. Tom Osborne handed off to Frank Solich. Frank Solich couldn't come up with it, couldn't do enough. They ran Frank Solich. And now they've had a, just a revolving door of coaches since they got rid of Frank Solich. Be careful what you wish for in those 100%. situations. Without you a doubt. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, so, we'll get rid of this guy. Okay, now you bring in this guy. Gets worse. Doesn't get better. So tomorrow, if Alabama is ranked higher than Ohio State – What's your reaction? They're going to stay. They're going to stay higher ranked no. than TCU or USC. Both have to win to get in. Otherwise, they're going to jump up right in, and they're going to make Bama the fourth team. But then they're going to put Michigan one so that they don't put Georgia and Bama in the semifinal. They don't want that in the semifinal. They want that the possibility to be the final. Fair. Right? But do you want Ohio State-Michigan rematch? No, Ohio State's out. You think Bama gets in over them? Well, the way they're trying to set this thing up, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't think it should be, but you know, I'm not on a committee. I'd be. I in can't a wait room, to see man. tomorrow. I, 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 the the five six tomorrow is going to be fascinating. Where is Alabama? Are they five or are they six? Nick Saban's already politicking. He's already pushing it. I mean, Ryan Day's got a tough time. Ryan Day's coming off of a really bad home loss. It's difficult to stand there and bang your chest and be like, look what we did. Here's how, you know, here's why we deserve to be in. It's hard when you've got that. All that man. Like that whole thing. I hate that part of this process. I yeah. hate the politicking stuff. Like, yeah. listen, our record stands for itself. You want us in, we'll go. You don't, we'll go win the other bowl game we'll go to. But that's it. What other bowl game? There is, there's, in, in a playoff format, there is no other bowl game. So the playoffs are not. I will go to the Rose Bowl. Who cares about the Rose Bowl? You keep telling me the, the alumni care. Yeah, they do. That's it. That's the only people who care about it. You're right. The, the alumni care your, about the Rose they Bowl. They pay your salary, the alumni. Okay. But nationally speaking, no one cares about the Rose Bowl anymore. Rose Bowl is just a bowl game. Same with the Sugar Bowl. So they're just bowl games. We've decided that the playoffs are what matter. That's how people are going to be judged. Who is in? That's why we're expanding to eight or 12. Well, we're expanding because it's more money and it's that more too. TV. Yep. It's not, not expanding to, to settle anything more on the field. It's more, it's, it's none of that bullshit. Ohio State's best win on the year, by the way, is Notre Dame in week one, 21 10. Mm, you know, Penn State, yeah. you could argue. Penn State okay. in there as well. I mean, the Irish are eight and four, Penn State's 10 and two. Yeah. Lost to well, Michigan. I don't know. Look at Michigan's schedule. Michigan's schedule shit. 
Michigan's schedule is their best win is Ohio State, but they did it 45-23. Um, other than that, they beat Penn State. Right. That's what I mean. It's 41-17, by the way. Uh, you know, you beat them, beat them up. Jimmy, Jack, 4Ks, Jack, all this discussion is null. TCU and USC both winning this weekend. Okay. It's very possible. But according to the numbers, and then there's a 50% chance get, that does not happen, by the way. We could get Bama and Penn State in a bowl game. In Why not Bama, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl? Why would they put an SEC team in a Rose Bowl? For Because it's the next biggest bowl game. Forget about Pac-12. Who cares? Pac-12 put, them in that, put them in that bowl game in Florida. Which one? Penn State, Alabama. I, bring, I would love to see Which that one? Game. Citrus Bowl? Um, Orange Bowl? No, the one in um, what's the one in Tampa? Tampa. Outback? Outback Outback Bowl? Bowl? What? (laughs) It's a New Year's Day. Alabama in the Outback Bowl? What? Be a natural, just drive down. Be good to pack the place. No, Alabama against Ohio State in the Orange Bowl could happen. Maybe. That's not that's not out of the realm. I would love to see I would love to see five six play. It'd be fun to see those. If if Bama and Ohio State both get left out in their remember five, how six. good the Rose Bowl was last year with Ohio mm. State and uh, was it Utah? Yeah, and Utah won the game, right? Holy crap! It was like a hundred and fifteen points scored in the game. It was so yeah. much fun to watch. It was, it was just give me that fair, you no, know, I'm that matchup. Something like that. All right, so the Big Ten West. Has two new head coaches. You figure this shit out. I'm. This is that Big Ten West is is insane. So Luke Fickle leaves Cincinnati to go to Wisconsin. Matt Rule, who had been fired by the Panthers, becomes the new head coach of Nebraska. If you're Iowa and you know your offense is abysmal, Brian Ferentz may or may not stay. But these are two pretty good coaches coming into the Big Ten West. Mm-hmm. It's going to change things quite a bit in my mind. Maybe not immediately, but I, I think this is good for the conference to get these two guys. Oh, it's, into the it's, conference. it's great for the conference because that side of that side has to ramp it up <laughs> like no pressure. But the other side is Ohio State, Michigan and Penn State. Michigan State flashed something. Um, every couple of years, though, they'll be there. They're, they're relevant. Let's be relevant every year with the other side. Just, okay. just somebody. It doesn't somebody. have to be everybody. <laughs> right, just one of them. Please, just one of you. Yes. Just one of you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nebraska got their guy, I guess, right? I, I mean, I, this is why I Are thought they, they excited would excited about this? No. What? I am. I am for them. They're not. No. Husker fans are not. Why? Because they just think that the guy's got baggage. From where? He has no ties to Nebraska. He has no ties to the Midwest per se. He was horrible with the Panthers. He built Baylor and built Temple. He talks fast. He's an East Coast guy. He preaches the one thing that every Nebraska fan they're, they come out of the womb talking about player development. And it's the only thing that the Huskers can do. 
They can't compete with four and five star kids. They got to go find three star kids and turn them into five stars. That's what Matt Rule does. I think it's a great hire. I think it's an absolute home run hire. But Trev Alberts does not have a great track record. You know, a lot of people talk about what he did at Northern at, at UNO, Nebraska, Omaha, where he killed the, the wrestling program there. A lot of people get really pissed off at that, that he was the one that orchestrated the killing of a very successful wrestling program. As you know, that part of the country, wrestling programs really matter. Yeah. So he brought that with him. He's the one who hired Scott Frost. He's the one that extended Scott Frost and got Scott Frost the extra year this year, brought him back, and now he's hiring Matt Rule. That's the I worry. I, I don't think it's a bad hire at all. Nope. The guy's a college coach. That's what we've determined so far. Fair. And he had success at programs that are second tier. Tough to, tough to win at. <laughs> like, tough I, mean, to win at. I mean, Temple, for goodness sakes. Turned Temple into a big job at Baylor. Yep. Turned Baylor into an NFL job. Turned Baylor into a, you know. Well, pulled them out of the abyss. So I was going to say, they were at the bottom of, of the bottom. They of life. Bottom like, of the bottom. It can't get much lower than what they had going right. on. And, and, so I don't know. I think that's a good hire. I'm. Su- I was surprised by the fickle news. I, I mean, oh boy, that stunned me. I was like, yeah. he's going where? Like, yeah. okay, so Cincinnati is going to the Big Twelve, right? Everyone's like, okay, they took Cincinnati based on Luke Fickle. That was the thing. Like, they had a stable coach who was going to be there. He was waiting for the Ohio State job. He wants to be the Buckeye head coach one day. He's going to stay at Cincinnati until that job opens up, and then he's going to go and coach Ohio State. And he decides to leave before they go to the Big 12. He goes to Wisconsin. Took the money, man. He brought a big bag of money. I like the move for Luke Fickle. I think it's really smart. Go win at Wisconsin. You'll get Ohio State a lot easier. Got to prove you can win in the conference. If you can prove you can win in the Big 10 and the Ohio State job opens up, you'll get the Ohio State job. Right. Harder sell if you're at Cincinnati and like oh, you're in the Big 12 you're at Cincinnati. Okay, you've been there a long time. Can you win at this level? If he takes Wisconsin and makes them relevant nationally, it's a huge, huge deal. And he's got, I mean, Ryan Day probably has two years left, if not more, if he beats Michigan next year. So uh, it's. It, I think for Luke Fickle, I think it's a very smart job. Wisconsin's over the moon. There's two very different reactions to these hires. Wisconsin people are ecstatic about Luke Fickle. Matt Rule is lukewarm. In Nebraska. Well, it's it's funny because Whitrock just chimed in. Rule will stay at Nebraska until something better comes along, and then it'll leave town. He's using Nebraska to get a bigger job. Fair. You know, and Cahill T said the same thing. Facts about Rule, he's going to bounce as soon as something better comes along. That's um, fair. I mean, but he'll stay at Nebraska for four to five years because he's got to prove it. Maybe. I mean, Nebraska's old. That's a big lift. You got to get a lot of kids. You, it's it's a tough. They're a ways away from being competitive. <laughs> in a lot and of then players. meanwhile, they go and just take advantage of every opportunity and turnover that Iowa gives them and beat them, knocking them out of the Big Ten championship game. <laughs> I mean, so. Iowa just you were talking about throwing up all over yourself. I watched that whole the whole game on the flight back. Couldn't believe it. Every turnover mistake backup quarterback and they still had the ball at the end with a chance to go and tie the football game and they couldn't do it they gave up 24 points to nebraska how the hell did that happen hey i mean pop return drop 
that was sack, a fumble, that, was, that last that last like, muffed punt was the difference in the game. They didn't uh, blow that; they would have been in the game. They would have probably had a chance to win it in overtime. Yeah, <sighs> I don't. know. That was bad. I was I watched a lot of the game. I was thinking of Bromel Camp, and I was you know he was actually Bromel Camp was you know texting us and whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a oh what a football game. Ugh. It's gonna stick in the craw of Iowa fans for a long time. <laughs> not sure who tried. Not sure who had more success getting rid of their Big Ten tickets and hotel reservations. Ohio State fans or Iowa fans? Who had who had more of luck getting rid of it faster? <laughs> they they both thought they were going to Indianapolis. It was Ohio State Iowa, and it turned uh, into yeah, Michigan yeah. Purdue. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh God! I don't I'm know. not sure how the folks in Indy feel about that. <laughs> they, they thought they were getting two big fan bases that like to drink, and well, Michigan fans are going to come in droves. But I don't know about Purdue fans. How many right. are going are to show up? Uh, one more thing for college football. We'll give a tip of the cap to South Carolina. It's Matt Ferris, alma mater. How about that? They beat two top ten teams in back to back weeks. That was awesome. Pretty good, man. Beat Tennessee and beat Clemson. You knock Clemson out of the playoff conversation. You knock Tennessee out of the playoff conversation. And Beamer did Ball. favor with that. They yeah. did us all. I didn't want Clemson in it. Like Clemson was going to find their way into that four seed too. How DJU is so bad. I can't believe it. I said it to somebody yesterday. I said, you know, Dabo's dying on that hill. DJ was my guy. And he it's stuck crazy. with it. I think really they could have been undefeated in, in the playoff discussion before they even had to play this game. He just played the other kid, but he won't do it. Will not do it. Loyal guy. If that's what you want to do or whatever, okay, that's fine. I just maybe he knows that the freshman isn't ready, but the rest of the world doesn't know that. <laughs> DJ, you ain't the guy. That's what we know. <laughs> he ain't the guy. Is he going to the pros? Good luck as a what an H back, not as a quarterback. There's no way he can go as a quarterback. <laughs> not not playing that position. But is he coming? Is he out of eligibility, or is he coming? He can I think come back. Your left. I think oh, back. okay. He's coming back, but it doesn't matter. I he, teach him how to play tight end or something. H back something. Yep, I agree. To convert him to something else. Be like, hey man, quarterback ain't your gig. <laughs> you, you aren't playing in the league playing quarterback. You're a big guy. You can run. You're athletic. Let's try something else. <laughs> or you're going to have to go play quarterback somewhere else because I can't play you a quarterback here anymore. So he Dabble said this morning, he, he reiterated, DJ used my quarterback. <laughs> okay. We'll see what happens in the ACC championship game. We'll see how that goes. Good luck. If they lose this weekend, my goodness gracious. All right. Uh, let's rip through a couple of quick yep. ones here. Celtics are nine and one at home. They won yesterday. They're 10 and a half point favorites today against Charlotte. You want to lay double digits on Boston? Number was 11 and a half last night. Yeah. It's down. Ooh, new Celtics hat. Yeah, this I found this one yesterday. Oh. It's really nice. Got the yellow underbill. Oh. Celtics guy in the front. Um, hey, hey, the best team in basketball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are, aren't they? Right now. I mean, we're a long way to go. It's, no, <laughs> it's November. It's a long way to go to June, but right now they are. Uh, what's the line here? Ten and a half. I ain't taking it. They smacked Sacramento last game. 
I was on the Kings plus eight. I was like, eight points. Kings are going to play hard. Boston will win. They won't win by that much. They crushed them. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with, with Charlotte in this spot. Our boy Julian Edlow pointed out Boston is averaging 65 points in the first half over the last, I think, week and a half. Boston, <sighs> Boston first half team total today is like 56 points. <laughs> they're just hitting everything. They're just scoring. They're just, yeah. I mean, it just it doesn't matter who the opponent is. They're scoring. It's crazy. So this game, Phoenix tonight against the Kings is interesting. This number keeps on flip-flopping back and forth. Yeah. Opened up Suns minus one. Yeah. Flipped to Kings minus one. Yeah. Has flipped back to Suns minus one here today. Yeah. Who are you taking? Mm-hmm. This is part of better. This is part of better to book it. But. Oh, good luck. Uh, I'll just tell you. I'll take whoever you're not, and we'll have we'll have a bet. <laughs> Literally, don't know. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Sacramento. Is this their first trip home, or first game home after the road trip? I think it is. Yeah, but it's a really weird scheduling spot for the Suns. They played four home games, one road game, back at home for two more home games. Right. It's one I I, I so I jumped on it last night because I think there could be a bunch of players sitting. I want to oh. see what I want to see what happens. It's a throwaway game for the Suns. Doesn't matter. They yeah, won four games NBA in a row. Games are so hard in these spots, and when they're resting guys, and you don't know it until right before the game, you're like, oh, great, I got the Suns to pick. Oh, yeah, they're my, they're plus four now because right. nobody's playing. Oh. That's all I, I mean, Chris Paul's out, but I just, it's a weird spot in the schedule. It doesn't mean anything. They've got two home games Wednesday and Friday of this week. They play on the road at Sacramento, four home games. They won them all go on the road. They lose that game. They come back at home to win the home games. That's why I like the Kings. Uh, Sports grid. A chat. You see that? Oh, again, sports grid. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for watching. We're back tomorrow on midnight Eastern time, 9 PM Pacific time for BVB live on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move more to come here with BVB. All right. The hockey, a couple quick ones. Yep. Bruins are 12 and 0 at home. Sure. The Bruins set the, I hope, they win every, I hope they win every fucking game. <laughs> I hope they don't lose at home all season. I was driving to the airport. I got into the airport. I'm, sitting there at legal seafood waiting for my flight. And I mean, like an eruption happened in the terminal scream roar Bruins won in overtime, won the game in OT go to 12 and 0 at home. I was like, Oh my, this is the thing. People are locked into this hockey team. They like this team. They're seven to one. They're the number two pick to win it all. Avs are still number one. You tell me why. Eastern Conference Road's a lot harder. Okay. I'll, the Western I'll, Conference Road. Look at the teams. I mean, it's just if they get any sort of goaltending at all, it's almost a shoe in it. Colorado's in the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Boston can be upset. True. They're going to have a lot harder road path to get there. All that being said, Boston's really good. <laughs> They're really fucking good. And I got to be honest, those those white, the B, the ba- the white bear things. Boy, I don't, I don't, I don't it, have, I don't it, have the bears. I don't, it I don't, looked I don't, clean. I it looked. I was like, damn, those unis look pretty nice on the ice. Like this is. 
I always had a soft spot for the Bruins because I wanted them to beat the Canadians all the time growing up because nobody could beat the Canadians. So Cam Neely was one of my favorite players of all time. I was at the game uh, at the Boston Garden when, you know, a playoff game. I saw them play the Canadians. Reggie Lemlin. Oh, my. There's a name. Andy Moog? That year? Those years? Andy Moog. Yeah. But Reggie Lemlin had to play because Moog was hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. My goal, when I visited Boston University, I had to go do all of the orientation stuff because I got in. But I told my mother, the Bruins are playing the Canadians at the at the garden. We're going. She's like, what does that have to do with school? I said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> but we're going. And so I dragged her, scalp tickets outside. She got to see the show. And we sat at that game. And I've been a Boston guy since. All of that being said, they don't even play tonight. What did you even no, ask me about? I'm just Is seven to one. Work them into the rundown? Just because so, they set the record <laughs> on Friday. And I was I was in love with the with the, with, the, with Logan Airport screaming when they scored the goal in overtime to win. They were down two nothing to the Hurricanes. Yes, came all the way back, got it to overtime, win the game in OT. It's a game that the, it means more. It's cool for Boston that they win and they come back and all that. But it that's one for the Hurricanes here. They're like God damn it, we had them right. It's one of the ones that sits. Now they play Boston or Boston plays Tampa tomorrow mm-hmm. in Tampa, Boston. Tampa plays today in Buffalo. Back to back. Guess who I'm on tomorrow? Boston. <laughs> Second that line pops up, I'm on the Bruins. There's only one place DraftKings puts them up two days ahead. They got a minus 165. That may be light. <laughs> that may be light. Because Tampa, my God. That's yeah. Wow. How about that? Interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, Rangers devils pick. This is part of better book as well. So I'll let you make the play. I'll tell you. Really? Yep. What did the devils do over the weekend? Did they finally lose? Oh yeah. Lost once. Won the next two on the puck line. Hmm. You're going to bet the devils. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Can't say you're wrong. We got Igor? I think so. Let me see. Dude, this is going to be like a playoff game. 100%. That's why I love it. Why I, and, and oh, this is going to be a good this, this, like, this, this is the best game, game of the night. This is the best game of the night. It ain't even close. Just scanned the whole board. Oh. Vanacek against, no, both goalies aren't confirmed yet. It's likely that it's Vanacek, but Yusurkin, we don't know yet. Right. Yeah, it's the wow. best game of the night. It's it's the best game on the board. Is Rangers Devils tonight? Better than I, football game. Oh yeah, better than any basketball game. Yeah, this is great. I would mm-hmm. actually lean Devils right now. Okay, it's part of the better book it. And then finally, Vegas is minus three ten tonight against Columbus. Are we back to laying these crazy numbers with the Golden Knights. Um, uh, that's expensive. I was having this debate with someone too about how good are these nights. Well, just like what you said. How do you get bets on the other team here in town? (laughs) Well, it's not even here in town. This is this is across the board. This is Betfred. This is Vandal. This is everybody. No, I know, but three dollars. You you have to. You'll see it, and then, like other places, we'll have it up too. But 
I think that I think it's reached a point where you have to make it higher okay. than it really should be. Just to get action. They were gigantic favorites. Uh both Friday and Saturday at home. Lost both games. Steel's uniforms though? Back to back. Yeah. Steel's glow in the dark uniforms. With the Vegas across. Yeah. That yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. Um It just lost two games in really bad fashion in their lane. There's minus 310. On the road. Okay. It's more of an indictment against Columbus than it is a a play on on Vegas. But if you ever scream, stay away, just put up a a minus 310 favorite on the road. (laughs) There'll be six bets written on this game nationally today. Fair. I don't don't want any part of it. Hell no. Moneyline parlay bets, I guess you could include the Knights, but yeah. Uh, Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day is a quick one, but if you guys haven't gone to OmahaSteaks.com yet, check out what they've got for the holidays. It's pretty cool. They've curated a bunch of really cool packages, bunch of big, huge, easily shipped brothers, sisters, family members, you know, bosses, easy, one click, done. But BVB at checkout gets you 30 bucks off some of these really cool curated holiday gift packages that they've got at OmahaSteaks.com. Go and check it out at OmahaSteaks.com. BVB. The NBA needs to relax. Did you see what happened with the end of this of the Golden Knight of the of the Golden Warriors the Warriors game game for, for, for Golden State? So Draymond Green got a really bad technical. And then Steph Curry got a technical because he was waving a towel at the end oh, of the bench. Is that what that was? He got a T for waving a towel at the end of a blowout. I mean, the, the, this is what we're going to be doing now. We're going to have these guys getting technical fouls for these types of things. Like, come on, man. Like, it wasn't taunting, you know. Draymond said, it's crazy. I probably got four texts this year. That's a little questionable. It sucks low. It's the NBA and your teammates make a good move. I didn't affect the play. I mean, they were celebrating the fact that they got technical fouls. One, I bring this up because it's ridiculous. That the, but two, I bring this up because it feels like the Warriors have mended some fences. It feels right. like they're starting to that whatever happened between Jordan Poole and Draymond and the punch that happened in preseason, it feels like they're starting to come around. Right. Which that's bad news for the NBA. Yeah. I mean, you knew it would, right? Like you knew it would. I, Depends I, I on have, what it was. We don't know what Jordan Poole did. <laughs> yeah. But I mean. I trust Kerr yeah. and that room with veterans to just aired it out, fucking punch them in the face, total cheap shot. It's fine. But now they're playing basketball. Um, I, I don't want more technicals. <laughs> ain't there, ain't basketball officiating hard enough? Just like, tell the step to sit down. Like, just sit just, down. Just, just, just sit just, down. Just warn him. Say, hey, man, just sit down. This is just like calm it down. He's waving a towel. Not taunting anybody. He's not hurting anybody. He's waving a damn towel. Like, give me a break. It's Steph Curry. Like, come off of it, guy. Do you remember ML Carr? Of course. He's one of the best towel wavers in the history. He was the, the towel waver. That's all he did. That was his job for the 86 Celtics was to sit there on the bench and just wave the damn towel. We used to keep a towel in a risk room and Zanko 
And when something would happen, right, like somebody would brag about, you know, oh, they moved the line the right way or whatever, Zanko would wave the towel. And we would do, he'd look at me, he'd look at me and go ML car. And we'd be like, yeah. And the other guys wouldn't know because we were, you know, he would just wave the towel. That's a the guys thought joke. we were waving the towel for them, but we were kind of making fun, fun of them. Of them. a guy like to wave right. the towel. <laughs> ML car, That's waving the towel. Good. He didn't got a technical every why, game. Why hasn't Z come on the show yet? What's going on with Z? We got to get him on. I want, this, um, I want this story with him. He's, he's, he's been anointed the, um, the college basketball guy for Caesars. Oh, let's he's go. So It's perfect. He's so inundated with stuff like buried is not the word for what he is right uh, now. Okay. Right. So he's a lot of games. It's true. Every day. It's the out of conference, <laughs> like all these tournaments that was over the week. Like it's so much shit. Did you see that tournament that played here in Vegas? It was getting all the heat, the, the women's tournament. Playing in a ballroom like yeah. a, like they set up a joke. It's a joke. That's a joke. And then the, a girl got hurt, and the paramedics took forty minutes to show up. Like seriously, what is go? We don't have enough places to play that are Bad. legit. Like that's a joke. Somebody that's didn't a want. Somebody didn't joke. Somebody didn't want to pay. You know, somebody just wanted to capitalize because you charge the teams. You 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 keep the money, the tickets. Like they it was a money grab, and they didn't want to pay it out. To go play at a, at a at a decent arena here in town, I mean, even playing at a high school gym would have been smarter than playing. Absolutely, it where they played it, they set up a floor on a ballroom that was shit, with the walls up, so like you'd run into the wall. It's bad. That was embarrassing. This terrible look for everybody. Terrible look for everybody. But and yes, so refs lane, need refs need to relax. There's the, there's no there's no question. But if they're being told to do it. That's the problem. To Steph Curry, one of their faces of the NBA. That's a, yeah, nope, not a fan of that. <laughs> All right, time for better to book it here. A couple of games you've already hit on, but I'm going to give it to you guys anyway. All right, so I'm going back to a favorite bet of mine. It's a bit of a worry bet, but I'll do it anyway. Steelers plus eight and a half under 45. Same game teaser. Betting it or booking it. Hmm. Oh, I'll book it only because of the total worried about the total. I would agree. But my theory is it's a low scoring game because both teams run the football. Both teams have success running the football. Yes. That they're going to run the ball, run the clock, and they're not going to throw the ball much. And if the Steelers win the game, which I think they can, I think they're live doing the game. I don't think it's high scoring. I agree with that. So I agree with that. I it's like just, the dog, so I have know, to like the under. 2017, some bullshit like that. Right. Or, so then number 39 last night, now 39 and a half, goes like right up to it. So I'm going to juice it a little bit and give me six points of a cushion in case we get a meaningless right. field goal or something. It lands on 40 or 41. I got over 41, over 44. So I'm over right. two key numbers. Yeah, I... I'm worried about the total. I'm feeling Fair. again. I've been so eh with the NFL this week. Like I like the under, so it's probably going to go over. <laughs> and and you got the ni- nice number 45, 45 and a half. 
Got a better mile number, if yeah. you did it. Yeah. It keeps you under the 45, which is one of those key numbers. It'll probably be 47. 27 20. Fine. Devil's money line minus 108 against we'll the Rangers. Bet that. We'll bet that. I think they win. Um, these games mean so much to the younger team on the way up. 100%. And again, it doesn't mean anything in the handicap. I just like the Devils at this price. Um, let's see. Did that move? I mean, Jack Hughes is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the NHL. It's awesome. He's so fun. He's had funny. A, had a hat trick last game. He's really if, good. If you haven't watched the Devils play hockey, do yourself and watch him play tonight. Hockey. And tonight in particular, because tonight yeah, this will be game. this will be good. This will be an MSG jacked up crowd, and it makes perfect sense to take the Rangers. And if you you know you fade the picks, you follow the picks, whatever. Um, I'm really excited. This is guaranteed that I will be watching the entire first period. And if the first period is good, I will be watching this the majority of the time instead of the Steeler game. This is the, this is a a game that one we need to know about both teams, and two it's going to be entertaining as hell. You like over or under? Under. Do you? Four one win Devils. I'm actually leaning over. Okay. Devils have given up um, one, one, two, two, one, one, two, one, two in the last two weeks. Wow. <laughs> you don't score. Say that these, again. You don't score on, the, on these guys. One, one, two, two, one, two, one, two. Sound like you were doing a cha cha cha. <laughs> the last time they, the last time they gave up more than two goals was back on the tenth of November. Damn, that's impressive. <laughs> Think about that. It's currently the twenty eighth. It's been eighteen days, almost three weeks since the last time the Devils gave up more than two goals in a game. You just don't score on these guys. You just, man, that's score. good. They Boy, score that's impressive as hell. So three, one, four, one puck line. I don't mind a puck line bet on the devils tonight, but I mean, I'm not going to push my luck when I'm only laying one Oh eight juice. I don't need to sweat it out. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. This could be a one goal game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a great game. I can't wait to watch this game tonight. And then finally I'm on the Kings minus one. You can get plus one. Now. I don't think the Suns care about this game. Bigger game for the Kings, more important game for the Kings than it is the Suns. Measuring stick. I'll book it just because we got to have a, a decision on this. Um, <laughs> but I, you got to check the rosters. You got to check who's playing. This I mean, be one the of Kings are going to play everybody. The Kings will play. This is a measuring stick game for the Kings. This is like, where are we? Here come the Suns. But you're right. I agree with you. That's my point. I don't know. Chris Paul's out. We know that. But who else? It makes perfect sense to sit people for this game. If I'm the Suns, I'm like, this game doesn't matter. See, I think this line's pick. Because one, you don't know, but two, <clears throat> this is the line if they're not playing. I think if you if if you're watching this and you see Suns go to minus two, minus mm-hmm. two and a half, mm-hmm. then you know, oh, I'm getting everybody. And again, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they always win. I love taking those bets when I was in the book and watching them lose. So uh, but I think you gotta think ahead and like, why is this pick? It's because you're probably getting a 
a night off if, for a couple of those sons. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, I guess it's this Christmas decorations and stuff. It's all like, it's funny because the dog had to be moved from her normal spot to set all this up. Is the dog and upset? I think the dog's upset, but I'm the only one. I said, is the dog upset? Like, why couldn't you put the tree and stuff over the other side? And I was told, this is where we're putting the tree. And I said, okay, but look at the dog. Like, the dog is fine. <laughs> I get told Do they the want the tree to be on camera? Or does it not matter? Uh, I remember last year when you fell down the stairs, you almost fell into your tree. That's where they put it again. <laughs> they put the tree right down there. So it's like in, so everybody coming into the house and leaving the house and coming. Yeah, it's nice. It's right there. It's nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's great. It's on camera but, too. So protect. Yeah. So <laughs> that's now is what it is. Somebody so, breaks it. You'll have a camera. You'll have evidence now. You can actually have video evidence of it. You won't, have to, you won't ask who broke the chair. You say who broke the tree. <laughs> you'll have. <laughs> we got to the bottom of the chair conspiracy. The chair has still not been replaced. And the piece of wood is still sitting <laughs> on the island as a conversation piece where I just hold it up and say, anyone want to get the new chair yet? I might have to go get the new chairs today. Yikes. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to find out what my afternoon is. I have to call her as soon as the show's done, apparently. So I said, I, I will call you. Um, Chef Benny said the dog is officially Dave's best friend. The dog and I bonded over the weekend. Oh, um, we hung out a lot. The dog loves to just go out and sit in the sun. The dogs are coming back to the house, by the way. Your house? <laughs> really? You have no idea what happened to me yesterday. <laughs> I saw the one text. I was out. Yeah, yesterday was. Yesterday will be a day that I, I will tell my grandchildren one day about yesterday <laughs> in terms of what's going on in my life. But yes, so um, yeah. How was the movie? I hated it. Did you really? I hated it. I thought it was so contrived and so. I thought the father's sneaky son stuff was so interesting. It was, but the whole message of the whole movie, you're talking about the movie Strange World. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a political movie wrapped up inside of a cartoon. You thought it was a political movie? 100% it's a political movie. The whole thing is. The whole thing has a, has a, uh, look, I'm not saying try to indoctrinate kids, but like when you watch the movie from a big picture perspective, it's like the father son thing is really interesting. The generational thing is really interesting, yeah. but like the bigger message of like, it, essentially the, if you go to the movie, I'll uh, not to spoil it, but I think it, right. the whole message of the movie is the internet is killing the world. Oh, the green stuff's the internet. Mm. electricity it provides something new it gives it funds a unit it funds all this stuff it holds everything up as being the life force for a whole society mm. but in reality it's killing you wow that's how i that's how i came out of that movie i was like that was a whole like that was really like trying to get people to think a certain way 
which a lot of times, a lot of movies are like that. I just thought that it wasn't masked very well, that it was very blatant as to what they were trying to accomplish. They're putting it right out in front of you with yeah. all this stuff, though. Right. I mean, like it was the right media in general is yeah. like right out in front of you. But it's a, I read stories on this FTX stuff over the weekend. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I cannot. You want to talk about <laughs> political? <laughs> I told you. I said that's. I told you that on the phone one night. I was like, shit. A lot to do with the election in 2024. Yeah. A lot of conspiracy theories on it, but yeah. There's a lot of it's it's the world's a very weird place at the moment. It really is. It's crazy. Um, my favorite thing about today is if you go, go to my Twitter account, you can watch a, a video of a kid who gave his entire life savings to buy another kid sneakers because he was getting made fun of and getting bullied. And I thought this is the damn best thing that I've seen in a long time in Buffalo, in Buffalo, Buffalo. local yeah. TV story, inner city kid, inner city Buffalo. Kid was getting made fun of like crazy. Kid went home to his mom and said, whatever money I got, whatever money I can find, I want to buy this kid sneakers. I want to buy him a pair of cool sneakers so people shut up and stop making fun of him. And now they're friends. And the kid's message was basically essentially like, there's a lot more important things going on than shoes at the moment. But for this one person, I'm going to help this kid out. So it's, I wanted to like highlight that at Sports Talk Matt is the video. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely worth your two minutes to watch it. It was yesterday, but it's my favorite thing about today is that there's some good kids in the world. <laughs> some kids, you always say the kids know. That kid knew. That used kid to happen. Knew. Used to happen 30 years ago. Ask, yeah. ask my brothers. Like, because I was I'm a, I was a shoe guy then. Oh I'm wow. A shoe guy now. So like I would go and people would try to step on my shoes just to dirty them up. Oh like, and stuff. And I'd be like, sweet. all right, listen. Oh, nobody step on my shoes. That ain't even funny, you know. But my daughter does that to me now. She thinks it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's not. It's not funny. No, I tell the funny. kids and shit all the time now. Like, don't don't do that to me ever. Don't do that to any of your friends ever. And if they get in a fight because you stepped on somebody's shoes, that's on you. Like, that's stupid. But kids bullying other kids because of their shoes. Stop. Not Just cool. Stop. By the way, before we go, everybody wants to know: Are you going to buy the giant lid? You're going to buy. Did you see that thing? I've saw it on Shark Tank. I've seen, I wow. did too. I've seen those things for years. I've been waiting for those things to come around. The so guys now it's in, noggins. Guys in Arizona. They're called noggins. Noggin head. Yeah. Are you guys buying in Phoenix? It? Can you wear? Like, I don't know if you can actually wear one of those on the show. It would be the funniest. It would be the greatest thing ever. You've got to get one. Like, it would be awesome to have you. I, I'll laugh the entire show. It would be amazing. Oh, I have to figure out a way to get They're one. They're $75. For you guys that tagged me, like I didn't see them, the tags and stuff. I right. apologize. Like Chef Benny, Gorov, the boys all put it in there like Dave has to get one. I didn't see that stuff like yesterday. I was literally out talking to people and just heard some great stories. I watched some guys bet very uncomfortable amounts of money. <laughs> like it was incredible. It was day yesterday was a reminder why I love going to the book. Because I got to meet so many people that I know, that I didn't know, that I thought I knew, <laughs> like, and just talk. Mostly just listen. Um, But I saw all those tags and I was like, I am going to have to get one. Like, what team should I get? Steelers. I think, I think I might yeah. have to get a pirate one. Or something like that. Yeah, pirates. Something Pittsburgh. 
But I mean, like everybody wants to see you in a noggin hat. And then I want to see you wearing it in a book. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I'm going to go walking around. Are you I mean, nuts? fuck the elf that like, the, the elf picture was great, but you walking around in a noggin hat. Oh, is I'll go be... in every book and waving to people. I'll be, yeah, oh, that'd be, that's a perfect idea. Yeah. No, we're going to get one of those. That's a good idea. Um, geez, it's probably only a week or two now away from it appearing in a book. Somebody's going to walk into a book with one of those <laughs> commander one. They're actually going to make the playoffs if the season ended today. Really? Oh boy, I like Tyler Heineke. I've always been a big fan of his. I like him. They're in. So right now, guys, we're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Live show uh, with the podcast right afterwards. Please subscribe to where you get the audio version of this podcast. It does help us when you do that. Thank you very much. Hit the like button on YouTube if you watch the show every day. We're back full week for BVB for a Tuesday tomorrow.